Thank you for joining us on Sister Wives Season 17, One-on-One Part 3. Before we get fully into it, I owe you all an apology for the audio last week. I was trying a new feature, and instead of working as it should, it cut off some of these sentences throughout the podcast. So I think I have it figured out. I didn't have the same issue with the Married at First Sight podcast, so I think we're good to go. This whole tell-all could have been just this episode, I feel like. We really got nothing out of the other two. It finally started to get a little spicy. Robin really showed who she is and who we knew she was. So I was in the car listening to the audio when I was going to go pick up dinner. And I just thought to myself, these folks could if they wanted to. Again, not that it would be a good tell-all, but to save face and to kind of cover their ass. They could just give us some real like vanilla answers. They could have just said um, things like, yeah, it was my fault. I didn't do the best job. You know, I'm really bummed that these marriages didn't work out. But instead, they're on attack mode, but it doesn't make them look good at all. But if they did that, that means that they're admitting fault, which would never happen. Man, even admitting fault, even slightly, would it would be so much better than, especially in Robin's case, and, and we'll definitely go in on her, but I feel like we're seeing the real, the real Robin. Yeah, this is, okay. I have to save it because I'll talk for an hour alone about her segment. Should we just start? Let's do it. Suki asks Cody, how do you describe your relationship with Robin? Cody's such a weirdo for this, and he did it multiple times this episode. He looks at Suki, looks around the room, looks at his watch. I'm not going to talk about her. Why? I I was wondering... What are you looking at? Are you looking at producers giving them the face of like, we fucking talked about this. I'm not talking to, you know, I'm not answering these questions. Or is he looking at Robin? Like is Robin in the same room? Oh, I'm sure they came together. Oh, for sure. I mentioned this in the previous pod, but the questions you would think would be the easiest for this man to answer somehow become the most difficult. You can't just say Robin's a great wife. She treats me with respect. Uh, I value Oh, he does. But but without without (laughs) the act, without all of this hurrah like charade thing he doesn't know how to be without being this performer almost he has to make an example out of everything okay side note the amount of times that he like hit the chair was not needed why are you so aggressive it's you talking to one person i did love how he checked his watch knowing full well that this is a pre-planned session we've booked out multiple hours we have the whole day we'll wait (laughs) what are you looking at your watch Cody says Christine wasn't happy unless she was getting more than everyone else. This part was infuriating because Suki kept getting interrupted. Cody could not just let her ask the question, talk fully. He had to get his point across. He's he's taking control of the conversation. He's rude as hell. Or maybe he could feel more difficult questions coming. So he's like, I'm just not even going to let Suki talk. He has to hit all the points that he's already thought of. Suki says... When she looks at you and Robin, meaning Christine, Cody interrupts her immediately and asks, does that make me or Robin bad? Suki tries to respond and he interrupts her again and says, no, 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 no. Christine would watch me with Robin, but Robin would also watch me with Christine too. Cody says that Christine needs to have the energy in a relationship in order to have that connection. Be the kind of person that is giving and loving. No matter what, somehow everything goes back to, I hate Christine. 
Cody and Robin having a good relationship inherently is not a bad thing. It's just the fact that they were in plural marriage. So you need to provide a certain level of attention to each spouse, which wasn't happening in this case, which is a reason why the relationship between Cody and Robin was so blossoming. She sees they all know you spend most of your time with Robin. That's not fair. And to top it off, it's not even like he's this great dad, but a shitty husband. Like he's just abandoned everyone. Yeah, Christine actually mentions it, like viewing you be a good father and this good husband to Robin's side of the family. Like it actually, it actually hurts. So I have some long winded quotes here. Stick with me. I was so invested. I took so many notes. It is asked again, is Robin the favorite wife? Cody says, that's an unfair question because you don't have any idea what work she has done as a person. The sacrifices she has made to love you. (laughs) (laughs) The games she hasn't played. It is not about a favorite wife. It's about favor, which is the same thing, but I digress. He continues. She never did anything to Christine, but be kind to her. It is about their character. Do you want to find favor by being loyal to me and never allowing someone to trash talk me? Or do you want to sit there and be the one who is trash talking me? Mary, Janelle, and Christine has shit talked me from the beginning about all of our marriages. Robin puts up her dukes if you talk shit to me. Why can't you just handle yourself? Why is it such an insult? How about you listen to what they're saying? Sure, shit talk but there's probably truth to it. Yeah, they're probably voicing a concern. What he considers shit talk is them being like, I'm unhappy. (laughs) Hey, I need your help with the kids. You're shit talking me. Or you speaking badly about a sister wife to me inherently means, oh, you spoke to, you know, it's in his mind, it's you were mean to them. Yeah. You, you You spoke directly to them. When he says shit talk, it is not what you would think shit talk is. Janelle talks about how basically kiss the ring, then we'll be good. You have to bow down to him, essentially. She explains that Cody needs you to do what he needs you to do, and then he will love you. She talks about how he and Robin have a more complete relationship, and that she is not this perfect paragon of making the family great. I like this Janelle. The Janelle that doesn't give a fuck. The Janelle that calls people by their name. (laughs) Sometimes she says the wife or something like that. But for the most part, she'll call you out by name. She's done. She's completely done. I'll expand on more later, but Cody should be concerned. She's not waiting for him. There's a moment when Janelle says, you know, I'm tired of this storyline that Robin's like this perfect wife, this angel, right? She can do no wrong. But then towards the end of this episode, we really get to see that other side of Robin, which Janelle's probably referring to, and it gets really good. Christine said that she felt Robin was the favorite from the beginning. She says that I think they found soulmates with each other. I didn't know what a soulmate was until then. Cody and I had something special and fun, but after he met Robin, they were everything to each other. This is interesting that she used the term soulmate. We just started watching season one, And Robin actually mentions in the beginning episodes that Cody is her soulmate. Immediately. Episode one. She just said, he is my soulmate. I love him. Conspiracy. Do you think Christine's doing a rewatch of her own? No, (laughs) not at all. 
I think she wants to be over that time. I wonder at what point for the other wives, or at least at least Christina Janelle, when it turned from you're in sort of uh, puppy love, it's new love, to them realizing like this is this dude's soulmate, like he's forgotten about us. I think pretty early on you can see it. The favoritism's pretty out there. The scene of them sitting on the couch and saying, yeah, we all don't agree that Robin should be in the rotation already. Not married. And she just refuses to hear it. No, no, I moved my life here. The the devil's advocate to that is this is kind of a special situation that they've never been in. When they were first all courting, nobody had kids. They were all very young, right? They didn't have much baggage. But like as far as Robin's case, she did have to move. She did have extra kids that... I mean, if this is really going to be their dad, they kind of get to get to know this person. And also, it seems a little more fair if they get to know him before the mom just commits to marrying this guy. And the kids are like, I don't even know this guy. Oh, they were already committed to marrying. Uh, Sure. True. True. But I don't think they should have been in the rotation. I think you could have dinner together and hang out during the day, but you shouldn't have been in the rotation. Okay, here's a rub. In the past, Christine also mentioned that she was really offended that Cody and Robin kissed before they got married yeah and in this sit down couch conversation they're talking about robin being in the rotation like is cody spending the night over there i think that's Uh, what that means yes because and we know they're poking you cannot tell me without the sort of guardianship of another wife not being there that they're not doing what adults do you cannot tell me they're not i mean my theory is they were already poking when she was in what was it saint george whatever whatever was four to five hours away from lehigh which is probably saint george just saying i honestly think the wives should have stood firm and said something like it's okay to be over there during the day to spend time with her kids and her and get to know them but you do not get to be over there overnight like that's unacceptable I think what it boils down to is all the wives having an opinion. They all agree she should not be in the rotation and Cody going, I don't care. And the reason we're mentioning this is just to show from the jump just how different Robin was treated compared to every wife. I mean, just look at how a wife's opinion basically didn't matter. No, Like, exactly. yeah, okay, I hear you, but um, yeah, I'm going to do whatever, whatever I want. Yep. And then it never stopped. It never stopped. I'm sure it never stopped since then. And we have multiple instances of this. So then we get to my favorite part of the tell-all. Favorite being most infuriating. Robin says, Christine and Janelle made choices. They handed him to me, basically. The basically at the end, that is the opinion I have formed in my mind, which I live now as my truth. She follows that up with, they made choices that made him feel like he couldn't be there. Of course he is going to flourish with my kids because he's around more. Let's just stop there and discuss that part. Of course he's going to flourish with my kids because he is around more. Did you ever encourage him to be around the other children more? Robin says the choices they've made. And let's let's just think like pre-COVID. I mean, pre-COVID, I would imagine Cody was spending most of his time with Robin. So I'm curious, what actions are you talking about that the wives did to sort of make Cody not want to be over there. And essentially it probably translates to they were all just voicing their frustrations. They're voicing Shit their frustrations. They're, vo- they're voicing <laughs> their frustrations and Cody's like, yeah, tired of being around you. I'm just going to go to Robbins. Well, it's the lack of bowing down and kissing the ring. 
you have an opinion, you need me to do something. No. Then this is where Robin like tries to switch it up and talk about how everyone has their own special thing, but she doesn't say it very well. Robin says that Christine and Cody were so cute. They had fun banter, things I don't have with Cody. They have their own thing. You know what's odd? Hmm. It almost seemed like she's jealous, still jealous to this day that she doesn't have that fun banter. Well, she's not very fun. (laughs) Robin continues. She says she had something with Cody. She did not take care of it. The fact that Robin can constantly blame the other wives is disgusting. I'm surprised since she's coming from a standpoint of being a sister wife that she doesn't. I feel like I would expect her to have, even if it's an ex-sister wife, like still have their back. Sort of like how Janelle, I mean, even though Christine's not her sister wife anymore, I mean, she still, she doesn't put her down in this way or, I don't know, try to call her out. Cody talks about how mad he is that Janelle and Christine get along now. Yeah, Cody's surprised that they even have a relationship. And we were talking about this, I think, while we were at the dive bar of some relationships, you know, they're just not meant to be uh, spouses. In some cases, you're going to be better friends. And in Janelle and Christine's case, maybe being sister wives in the end just wasn't for them, right? They're going to blossom as Uh, best friends even. Robin tells a story about how Cody and Mary went over to her apartment to visit her. A song came on, they locked eyes and began to get teary-eyed in front of Robin. And that's creepy. That's weird. Do you think they did that whole, oh my gosh, this is our song and they just kind of like melted? I, I guess, maybe. Also, what? I'm curious what music was playing. I'm curious about that. And do you think it was real or was this a ploy? Again, Mary was there to bait Robin. Was she she like, you could have this too? I think Cody was on his absolute best behavior during the courting. I don't know if this is real. Maybe they started crying. I could... I can see it. I can't. You can't? I mean, I, I, <laughs> oh, could, I could see it. I can't picture any couple in front of someone's new girlfriend crying over a song. Excuse me, not crying. Getting teary-eyed. I could definitely see Mary do it. Cody's like, <laughs> maybe, but I, I can see it. Robin continues on. What you are seeing is years of people not taking care of their relationship. He has had wives reject him affection wise because they are uncomfortable or they don't like it i'm sorry but if you're rejecting someone's affection i don't see how you're going to help your relationship okay first thing that comes to mind let's ask mary mary has been trying to be affectionate hug cody tried to kiss him and he's the one rejecting her okay so how is that helping the relationship why don't you hold cody to that standard As Robin is saying this, she's basically spilling all the deets of the family's past. And all I'm thinking about is, we were fucking bamboozled for so long. What she's talking about has probably been going on since Robin even came into the family. And the whole time we were sold on this like thriving polygamous family and deep down in the, you know, in the dark abyss, it was not going good. If you just got into a fight, are you really trying to be super close with that person? According to Robin, she gives you none of that grace or space. Yeah, the wives rejecting Cody. I don't, 
unless they were in a time where they had just had an argument or something and they just didn't feel comfortable being loving. It's totally fine. Like if you don't feel comfortable with someone, like I'm just not into it. I feel like it's a direct shot at Janelle and Christine. And then she's not even considering Mary. But Janelle just isn't really into PDA in general. So is she taking a shot at her? And then, of course, this is a shot at Christine because Christine kicked him out. Specifically of the bedroom. Now that I think about it, I kind of enjoyed how that kind of progressed. It first went from out of the bedroom to just like out of my house. Like all your shit's back. Yeah, no. You, oh, well, he didn't fix anything. So fine. Let it progress. You didn't care enough to fix it when all the signs were there. Robin beautifully continues. If you're sitting there constantly nagging at your husband about what you didn't get, even though you have this apple, but you really want her orange, then how are you supposed to see what he is doing for you? How is he supposed to be appreciated? I don't understand. If a, if a wife comes to you and is voicing frustrations, I mean, those are valid. You need to you need to do something with that. You need to have an action with that. You can't just say, "Well, I did this other thing for you, so you should be you should be grateful." Not only grateful, but loyal. Kiss my ass for the scraps you got. Now, my favorite part I came into this family and I saw that there are stretch marks, weight gain, and they're stagnant in the marriage. Or there's fights or money problems, and he still had romance going with each one of them. Okay, let me take a step back when Robin was saying, you're trying to compare your apple to my orange. You know, you have an apple, I have an orange, you're different. Okay, you mentioned this earlier and said, yeah, but they are all promised the same orange. Everyone is promised the same orange. You were given the apple that everyone wants and everyone is with a bruised rotten orange. And you're saying, well, it's the same, but just different. No. When Robin went in on essentially all the other wives, not only Robin, but Cody, the fact that she knew some inner workings of their marriages, which is odd considering they're not supposed to do that. No, she's always, that. yes, she's always putting up this front of, I don't know, that's their relationship. These are four separate marriages. We don't talk about anyone. And you have the balls to come in here and talk about weight gain, stretch marks, and stagnant, but, which can be assumed, sex life. Some of the things she mentions are things you could just see visually, but other things are more, you know, behind the scenes of how their relationship's going on, which is odd. I just have a feeling, this is just my opinion, I feel like Cody probably said, a lot of negative things about his other wife and you know juxtapose that with all the positives that robin was bringing taking out the debt and all this other stuff you know let's be honest he was shit talking them for sure i'm trying Actually. to be i'm trying to be kind but he <laughs> no. was just definitely shit talking his wives he leaks like a sieve i really dislike how much weight robin was putting into the wives physical appearance disgusting i i don't understand i mean I wish, why did we not see the reaction for the wives for that statement? They should have showed it. Does Robin just expect someone to have six kids and not have stretch marks or gain weight? Yes, she does, apparently. Also, do you remember through the seasons, multiple times, she has had little shit to say about food and about weight. So there's the incident where she got Janelle the wrong size, even though... Seemed like she did it on purpose. Didn't get the correct size. She told Janelle, oh, we're going to have a plus size line in my sister wife's closet. You know, you should be the head of it. You know, you're an expert in that. Then you talk about how like, oh, I, it's really hard for me to eat. My kids don't eat much. 
Robin continues on. I don't know how to sympathize with them other than I'm sorry it's hard. Relationships are hard. Get your butt in there and work it out. Does this woman know she's divorced? Has she also written that over in history? It's so unfair that she looks down on Christine so much considering she's already been through an entire divorce. And all the way she mentions things, it's almost like you didn't try hard enough. Get your butt in there. I'm like, how can you say that? You've already been through a divorce. Such a hypocrite. And you know, I said it before. The reason she says these things is because this is my soulmate. This is my white knight. This is my savior. How dare you leave him? It, it probably is what you're saying. It is her savior and he's perfect and he's a great dad, but she will not even listen to her sister wives say, he's not that great to me. We get a replay of Cody yelling at Janelle around the campfire at him and Robin's house. Janelle just rolls her eyes and says, I get so tired of Counselor Robin. Like, oh, your pain, your pain. He acts like he's the only one who has been rejected and hurt. It feels like she is placating him. You know, just earlier we talked about Robin was going in of the wives rejecting Cody. But fast forward, I mean, Cody's rejecting them. In every way. Yeah. But again, we're still supposed to say, oh, that's the wives fault. Yeah, it's just amazing how they just don't connect those dots. Cody talks about how insulted he was that Janelle and Christine were off vacationing when he was sick with COVID. And I don't understand why he thinks taking care of children is vacationing. He's mentioned multiple times that New Jersey for Isabel surgery was vacation. Janelle would only go see Maddie and help take care of the kiddos. I mean, they're not, let's be honest, there probably was a vacation in there, <laughs> but it wasn't all like that. Right. I mean, we had a main objective, but there's a benefit that our family is here. Cody talks about how Janelle never took his side with the boys. He refused to acknowledge how difficult it would be to put a mother in that situation. Cody talks about how the boys found homes when Janelle moved out into the RV, and he doesn't understand why they couldn't do that during COVID. I mean, during COVID, aren't you supposed to sort of lock in a little bit versus go find a, go find a new home? And so Janelle just said, they're almost there. Give them three more months and the, everything will be fine. Saving up money for their own home. Sure. And versus he like, wouldn't even allow versus that. Versus getting like a rental or something. And yeah. Like part of your savings is going to that rental. Exactly. Cody says, if one of my little kids died because someone had to get their pencil wet, that would make me so mad. It would be so hard to forgive the guy that brought that into our home, meaning COVID. One, pencil wet is not a saying. Why does Cody make up so many weird sayings? Where does he even get them from? They I just, don't they know. Just, they just come to mind and he says, this sounds good. <laughs> this sounds about right, but it's always like slightly off. The number one thing that came to my mind, he's putting out all of these hypothetical situations that never happened. Sure, they had girlfriends, but they were working and going to school and having to live their lives and making money so they could move out. Another part of that is he just says he couldn't forgive the guy that brought this to our home. But the reality is, Brianna did bring it to your home. Why is there not the anger for her? There's more hypothetical anger for the boys. Why didn't he care the same about Truly? You know, it's funny. Truly and Solomon aren't that far apart in age, but he, he doesn't even lump her into this whole series of these young children. Because that's Christine's kid. No respect. It, it is amazing, too, the way 
you know, Cody's essentially in his mind. I mean, Christine's the enemy, right? She's moved on. She's yeah. in a different state. She moved away. She left him. I feel like sometimes it misses him that you two are still sharing a kid, a young kid. I mean, obviously you have other kids, but this kid that's still growing up to be an adult, you need to have some type of relationship with this child's mother. Do you think he has ever gone to Utah to see her? I don't think so. I don't, I don't think, think so either. I don't think he likes going to Utah at all. No, but you would think for his tender-aged child, I mean, he would want to. The way this dude speaks about Utah, it's almost like it's the um, it's like illegal land for him. Like I just can't go there. <laughs> like I'll be arrested or something. Or he's like, so damn dramatic. Or, or about they'll everything. just you know they're after me. I'm like no one's after you. No dude. one's after you. Just no one cares. <laughs> Nobody cares. Cody proceeds to look into the camera and give the shittiest apology ever. He says, yeah, boys, I'm sorry. I was trying to protect my family. Are they not family? I digress. Next time, I'll manage it differently, and I'm sorry. He actually says that him and uh, Gabe and Garrison, like, they can't talk. Like, no. they're, they're just, they just cannot communicate. He needs to do more than say sorry when he's pressured to on TV. Do you think the next season they'll sort of... Uh... One of the storylines will be Cody trying to rebuild that relationship with his boys. Oh, if, they're, if they're trying to, okay, Cody, you were the, you were the, the villain for the longest time. Like we need to give you a decent edit. Like one storyline we could do is you're trying to work on your relationship with people or, you know, the one that might be the worst, your boys. I wouldn't buy it. I, it would feel like such a fake season. They're just out pillaging some wood. <laughs> pilling or pilling whatever the <laughs> hell they do i don't fucking know i don't i don't deal with the wood like that suki questions cody about his vulnerability he says the reason i am not vulnerable is because i just spent two years being disrespected cody says absolutely janelle doesn't respect me when suki asks him why he does the most exaggerated look around the room again and says oh you want me to tell you yeah you ask her so she can shit talk me some more I wish you could be like, uh, you're the only one in the fucking room. Who else am I asking? He's such a baby. Again, like I was saying, I mean, you could just have a generic answer. If you spoke your truth, yes, that would probably give another wife more ammunition against you. But it's the truth. Yeah. Janelle says at this point, it's not love. It's duty and commitment. It's the faith. Janelle also reveals that her and Cody have been separated and that she's really happy. She became indifferent, and to me, that's much worse than sad or angry. You don't even care anymore. You have so much to work back from if someone does not give a shit. Yeah, I wonder when Janelle changed her mindset. There, there must just be a little bit more clarity, right? You're not, they mentioned it, you're not waiting for someone to come through that door. You're sort of, I can now just live my life. I can do what I want. From the whole conversation, I feel like her end point was when they had their big blow up and he didn't give a shit about her for Christmas or their anniversary and he didn't talk to her from like Actually, three to five months. We should definitely go into that. Janelle mentions the whole Christmas thing. They just had a big blow up, um, you know, most likely because they weren't going to spend it over with Robbins because that'd be weird and a bit awkward. And then Cody basically ghosted her for that anniversary. And then Janelle says... Then in about, I think she said March, April time frame, he called me. I was like, wait a minute. You said you had a blow up in December. So you just didn't talk for four months? Yeah. And that's why she's done. If I don't talk to, 
that that is such a long time to never communicate with your so-called wife. I mean, if that wasn't a clear sign for you, like this shit is over. Like yeah. we're not we're not together. She's not hurt. She's not angry. She's indifferent. What took you four months to reach out to your wife? He needed something from her. Needed some paperwork. Needed something. He didn't call her to be nice. Also, the fact that you're blowing off multiple wives on the anniversary. I mean, you're really making it easy for them to leave you. You know, I, I wish some questions were asked at Robin that would put her in this situation. But it's her answers are always like, you got to work harder. I'd march him into therapy. I'm like, well, what if he forgot your anniversary and didn't tell you anything? Didn't say, didn't message you, didn't call you, didn't visit you. Didn't talk to you for four I mean, months. I think Robin's answers would just be really generic. Get your butt in there or... It would be like, well, I, you I would, call him. I would make sure he would know it's our anniversary. Yeah. Okay. Oh, cool. That's not the point. Putting Robin on a pedestal again, Cody says Robin brought her kids that were in our home with two adults into full compliance with our COVID agreement. And when they didn't, they got to be out of the home. So that's implying that someone was kicked out. And all I can think about is the RV how the theory is Dayton is in the RV in the back. I just imagine Cody and Robin telling Dayton, like you should really not go to school in person. And he was like, no, like I, I need to go to school. Like I have so many resources over there. And they're like, well, we're just going to have to kick you out. No, he has to go to school and Cody goes, Oh, okay. That's totally understandable and great. And they said, okay, well let's buy this RV for you. Let's hook it up. Let's make this all nice so that you can still be on here. You know, you can't be out in the big scary world. No, you have to stay here. We'll get you an RV. Except when it's Janelle's boys and they, it's their time to get out of the house. They have reason to be out of the house. No, just get the fuck out. Why didn't he buy them an RV and get it all hooked up? That's a great point. Why when... I believe it was Garrison bought an RV. He just made fun of him and said it's trash and he has to he has to work on it a whole bunch. So did Dayton pay for his RV? I don't think so. No, definitely not. My anger is not that Dayton got these resources. It's that other kids did not. Right. It, it's it's the unfairness of it all. Yeah. You know, it's interesting too. Then when Janelle gets her RV, I mean, he's basically just talking shit like, oh, it's so small. I don't have room for my stuff. I mean, you have your son living in an RV. It's yep. fine for him, but not fine for you. Well, he would also never make his son be on Coyote Pass with no electricity, no water. They made sure it was all hooked up to their stuff. Janelle says, Cody always wants to find a reason outside of himself to justify why he's having problems with you. Janelle talks about needing a home, wanting to finally build on the land, and how they kept putting up objections. They spent money on Christine and her house, a lot of money on Robin and her house, while depleting the accounts. The only thing that she was asking for was fulfillment of their commitment of paying off the land. She says, if I was prioritized, we would have figured out how to pay off the land and I would be in a house. None of that was discussed when it was time for Robin to find a house. Now, we know that there was money shared kind of for everyone to get their house, but a lot of resources was pulled so that Robin could get that house and, by extension, Cody could get that house. He knew he would be there the majority of the time. But it was amazing. I wonder if they were thinking they would be there this long when they got that house. Okay, my theory is Cody, even shortly after getting the land, did not want it. That's your theory? Yeah. 
I think how unstable things were and how it was rapidly declining, I don't think that he ever wanted to put resources into he, it. Almost like he could see what was coming. Yeah. Or, or he knew what his actions were going to be personally, where it would lead to, you know, I'm not going to make, yeah, I'm probably not going to make that wife very happy. He's like, yeah, I don't want to be married to these women. Didn't they make a big deal initially that they couldn't find rentals or something like yes, that? Like they yes. could only, this was like the only homes that could essentially fit them. It just so happens that Robin's home that could fit them was like a million bucks. Yes. Now I'm confused. Well, not really confused. I go back and forth on this because Robin initially did not want to buy, but Cody was pushing her to buy. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that was more on Cody than Robin. And it kind of goes back to my theory of he didn't really want to build anyway. I mean, that or when he went to the initial planning, he really, he started to realize just how expensive something like this was going to be. And so he just ignored it. (laughs) You know, push it off. Yeah. Ignore any wife that asks him about it. Essentially tells him like, stop asking me questions about this. Do you think they're just going to sell the land? Oh, that'd be such a pride thing for Cody. I mean, at this point, stop telling us you're you're not building anything on that land you're not doing anything with it. no and you might as well get the money for it at this point i mean if you're okay all the wives work and they're all leaving you're gonna need some money so another theory do you think there is a long plan to sort of that's gonna be sort of a robin's empire for her family i think it is gonna turn into a robin compound because i think it's a pride thing cody is not going to sell it and then naturally the kids start working, the kids bring in some income, they start building, and then Janelle lights it, it all on fire. I don't know. <laughs> it, it's weird to me, though, because when Janelle was on the land, Robin had such just negative thoughts about living on the land as far as like it's away from town. Uh, the weather's a little bit more harsh there, maybe because maybe it's a little bit more open. They live up the street, like a yeah, block. I know. <laughs> that, I, I say that. That doesn't really make sense, but that's how she... I'm just, I'm just speaking like what Robin said. Like you're, it doesn't sound like you really want to live there. No. Maybe she means in an RV. Yeah. Suki asks Robin about the land and Cody giving Janelle such a hard time about it. All of a sudden, Robin doesn't know anything. That's them. That's them being stupid. She's gone this entire tell-all having something to say about these relationships. This episode, at least. At least this episode. And now this question's asked and she says, oh, that, that's between them. Why... Would you not just keep your mouth shut? Why did you have this awful word vomit? And then all of a sudden, nah, I don't got, nah, that's them. Granted, it could be cut, of course. It didn't all happen at the same time, but he should have just kept that energy through the whole thing and you would have looked a lot better. Robin says, they definitely don't see the fights and arguments because I don't air that. Robin says that in their marriage, they're not looking at it like they're going to treat their husband like their best customer. In my marriage, I'm not going to call him a name. I'm not going to hit below the belt. I'm not going to do the silent treatment. When he walks away, I tell him it's not okay. I have never heard a wife describe their husband as their best customer. What does that imply she's selling? Love? Intimacy? I I don't get it. Also, why can't I... just be in a relationship. Why do I have to treat you as a customer as I'm serving you? That's not the marriage right. I want. Why Why do we have to use this wording or this label? Why can't we just say, I'm going to treat you as my spouse? A customer. I'm going to treat you as my best partner. customer. This isn't a fucking fast food joint. No. And I keep trying to think, what would that even look like on a daily basis? 
and the it's customer is the always customer's right. Customer is always right. Yeah, that's Ugh. Robin's mindset. That sounds I, awful. If that's the mindset you have to have to be successful with this man, that's not going to work. I'm curious. We'll see in a few years. I mean, these some of these wives lasted 25 to 30 years. For Robin, it's been 10. Oh, yeah. Don't even get me started 10, on that. 12, 10, 12 years. <laughs> Show me where Robin is in the next 20 years with this man. Oh, not even 20. I'm thinking like 10. Robin continues on. I don't let Cody push me around. I say my truth. I speak to him like he's my best customer and I expect him to treat me the same way. I'm tired of feeling bad that I have a good relationship with Cody. That's on them. They need to figure that out. Well, See, they are. They're figuring it out. They're leaving. And you're bitching about that too. They took, they stole your dream. Okay. That, that's where the best customer thing kind of breaks up because in a professional sort of environment like that, your customer could basically go in on you and you're expected to have this sort of utmost professionalism. That's what a good wife does to Robin. Cody says that he's right on the verge of not being a polygamist, but I thought he hasn't been for a really long time, not only in the sense of the wives, but he talks about not believing it in it anymore, like two seasons ago. So I don't know why he's always like threatening to not be a polygamist. To me, he's very much so a monogamist. At this point, I mean, you're only married to one wife. Legally and spiritually, I would say. Yeah. I think Mary will eventually get a little bit more realization and finally give in and move on. I, I, I want that for her. It was such a disappointment that her segment was almost nothing. Like we all thought the segment was she has left. She finally decided to move on, but it was nothing. It was he decided and I'm open. But I totally agree. I mean, I don't know if they're ever going to either fix the current relationships that could maybe be fixed or if they'd ever find another partner. Christine doesn't think that Cody and Robin will look for another wife. She asks, is there room for anyone else? What do you think? I think Christine said something in the effect of he doesn't have the the space for someone else, right? He doesn't have the like the availability, like he's tapped out. He has almost no tender age children. What is he going to do with his time? I don't know. Ariel is really young. She is not that young. Six? Six isn't really young anymore. <laughs> I mean, you're young, but like you're not, I don't know, the the tender age thing. Like, when are you not tender age? Because Truly's only a year older and she's not tender aged, but she's still a minor. Right. Like when you say tender age, I just assume anyone under 18. Sure. But then I don't know where the line is. Ari is basically a grown independent woman. <laughs> sure, sure. I wish he could define it for me. I would love to see it. I don't know if it's going to happen. I don't know what person in their right mind could join a Cody and Robin relationship. I don't think Robin would take it well. She's never been in that specific situation as being like, I'm the current wife and I'm adding another wife. I don't think she would know how to handle that situation. Well, well. I think with all of her shit talk, she better figure it out. She better hope she doesn't get a stretch mark between now and then. I think that if the wife was a little bit younger, could still produce children. I was just going to say, how would she react to Cody having a tender child with someone else? If Cody hit her with the, I need to spend time over there for the tender children. I don't, I think that's when we'd really see the whole Robin saying like, no, I, you know, I talk to him and you know, we figure it out. I'm like, I think she, it would really, 
again show like she she's actually like this bad bitch like she's not just <laughs> she's not all kind and angelic like no, no i got a fucking no, no, no. plan like be I'm quiet and it. sit there with your apple yeah she's like i'm with your best customer shit. but again like if you're looking at um some some person out there like why would you join this i mean it's essentially a shit show yeah it's not good this man was married to four women at once and three of them have (laughs) left what does that tell you why would you want to join this why would you do that i think it's just so rare what if he finds a soulmate robin might not be a soulmate yeah robin (laughs) says cody's her soulmate but did cody say that Mm, i don't think so i don't think so (laughs) robin talks about how she doesn't know if cody would bring in another sister wife But Cody has said that he wouldn't. And honestly, I can't see him doing it. He's not a spring chicken anymore. Robin also says that she's struggling with it. That it's messing with her identity. When she said, it's messing with my identity, I translated that as, it's messing with my identity as a polygamist. Yeah, same. I finished this in the car, just audio. And what people say, laughing my ass off, literally in the car most of robin's life in my opinion has been from a from a looking glass that really wasn't polygamy i mean she had a she had a stepdad who was in polygamy he had a different family but the family lived in different states i mean they celebrated different holidays so this whole thought of well aren't you like one big family if you're one giant family, like what you're celebrating holidays separately, you don't even, I don't even know if you know your other siblings. Even further than that, she never had a sister wife prior to joining the Browns. Correct. Her, she was in a monogamous marriage. Yeah. Three quarters of your life have really been not in polygamy, not in, you know, I, I live with two moms yes. at the same time and I have other siblings from, another mom but they're you know they're my brothers and sisters yeah like she was in the faith but i don't personally feel like she practiced polygamy right so i i took that with the i mean the way i'm describing it is like a barrel of salt because i just (laughs) i was like what the fuck are you talking about cody ends a tell-all by saying he hopes christine finds her soulmate that he finds a beautiful place with janelle and that all the kids can reconcile So Robin annoys the shit out of me. And the things that she said this episode were disgusting. But I don't want to go as far as saying, I hope she gets a taste of her own medicine. I hope Cody starts treating her like he treated the other wives. That's not necessarily what I want, but I wish that she would stop kissing his ass. I wish that they could see the error in their ways, whatever that looks like. I also wouldn't mind seeing a couple of the the older kids either in sort of interviews or even a catch up. Like, what are they up to? What are they doing? What do they work? Not where they work, but maybe like what they do. (laughs) Like that'd be kind of weird and maybe get their whole, get their perspective on everything that's been going on or their opinions on things. You kind of sneak peek, like maybe McKelty will be in it more. I mean, it seems like she was trying to make herself a part of it. This Well, we have to see her give birth to the twins. True. In this show, she just gave birth to her first kids. And in real lifetime, she's already given birth to the twins. Which is funny. Like in one season, you're giving birth to a kid. And in the very next season, you're giving birth to another kid. Yeah. Two kids. Two kids. Two kids. (laughs) Honestly, I feel like I know nothing of Robin's kiddos. Even comparing the kiddos. I mean, I know some of them go to school. I get that. But even like Gwen, Gwen is a little bit more out there. So you get to see what she's up to. 
uh, Gabe and Garrison, whether it's working or having your own uh, sh- shirt business, like we know what they're doing. But I feel like with Robin's kids, it's like I know Dayton's going to school, but let me let me get a, a catch up with Dayton. What what are you doing? What's your plan? Where would you like to work after school? What, what did are- your mom and dad buy you this RV? Right. What, what, what are the gals doing? What's their plan? Are they just fucking bumming at home doing nothing? I don't really need to see your mom and dad fighting. Like, I don't really care. Honestly, true. I would rather see their kids than them. All right. Stay tuned for a surprise we have for you guys related to Sister Wives sometime this week. We'll see. Hit us up on Twitter. Wednesday, we'll be watching Married at First Sight. And thank you for listening. Appreciate you guys. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs>